Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. <sighs> Today is, say it with me, Friday! January 13th. Oh, it's Friday the 13th. Does anyone out there feel like that's an impactful thing? I don't know. So, end of the week. End of, for many of us, the first full work week of 2023. Uh, hope that it's going well for all of you. It feels like things are quiet still, don't they? <coughs> just feels like a lot of things to me are at a standstill. Um, book sales have been kind of slow. Responses on things have been kind of slow. Uh, just feels like things haven't really geared up. And I read a column from one of our local Santa Fe columnists who was led off the column by saying that they had been struggling to get back into work uh, you know, post-holiday more than they had ever struggled before. And I thought, well, I wonder if a lot of people are doing that. Um, does it feel like a struggle out there to all of you? Um, I don't know that it has felt like a struggle to me, except that I'm in this place of, you know, trying to, trying to ramp up what I'm doing on the book. Um, and it's been admittedly a hard week for me. Um, now that I am emerging a bit from the fog of grief, uh, double grief of losing Cat Isabel and my friend Robin, um, I am feeling a little sunnier today. And I could see that earlier in this week, I really was um, in the fog, in the fog of grief. Uh, it's good to grieve and let that go, but boy, it sure does cloud things, doesn't it? So, um, <coughs> excuse me, I did not have great word count yesterday. Uh, going to writer coffee definitely um, had an impact, blew me out of the water. Uh, I did not have time to write before I went to writer coffee, which really is key. Um, so I'm torn because right yesterday, if you listened yesterday, I was talking about how you know like not having two careers gives me time to have a life as well as right but you know so i do feel like going to writer coffee and having social conversations with people is good for me um i just wish it didn't impact the writing so much and you know if i could i would change it to afternoons but that's when people can meet So maybe I just have to get a grip on that Thursdays is not a very productive day for me. I don't know. That well refilling is important though. And uh, my friend Jim Sorensen gave me feedback on bandits. So now I've gotten that from three people and I think I will revise this weekend. Um, and overall, everybody really likes it. Jim was a bit of an outlier in that he thought, and I'm worried about this, that he thought it was a little too cross genre. He said that he thought I needed to lean 
more into fantasy or more into a urban fantasy contemporary feel because he feels like the mix of elements doesn't work for him which <laughs> it's like he doesn't know me <laughs> I mean right I am I'm the cross genre queen right I don't know what I don't know what my problem is I just seem to be not capable of writing according to genre elements but then I ask myself am I really trying to write high fantasy in this story because Jim did bring up the thing of you know that it might need to feel more medieval and and you all know how I feel about that that why the fuck does fantasy have to be medieval I just don't think it does it's um is this a reader expectation I mean because I do get in arguments about people about people I do get in arguments about people I get in arguments with people about this because for example on one of my discords uh there was a writer showing up to ask about romance and wanting to know if they had a couple in the book who had a strong romantic relationship that was tested by the trials was if that was a romance and I kind of hesitated and I even typed in there <coughs> clear throat and a couple of people laughed at that and I do appreciate it that this particular discord it's the fantasy romance discord that they are very kind to me and they don't get annoyed in fact one gal commented she said I just love it when Jeffy shows up to teach and it's like okay I I have things to say on this and you know basically my take is is unless the romance is tested unless there is a a fear that the couple will not stay together that their love will not stand the trials of the fantasy hijinks and I put a TM on that fantasy hijinks um, then it's romantic elements and and some people argued with me about this but I can tell you I mean how much of this is me as a reader and how much of this is tropes and reader expectations there were several people weighing in saying things like that um, that they don't like their romance to have black moments that they don't like the third act breakup and I'm never going to be a proponent of that you have to have a breakup in the third act um, I do think that for it to be ro a romance that the uh, love interests have to struggle and sacrifice something in order to have true love that that is the that is the journey of romance with a capital R so if you have people that start out on love end up in love and there's never any worry about that um, I don't think it counts as a romance with a capital R um you know and of course people argue with me about this and I say but you know it, it's reader expectations and I can say that um, a while back when I was a judge for the Rita Awards um, which I did for for many years that there was a book that was an excellent book it was a romantic suspense by a big name author and I enjoyed it very much but the couple in the book started out in love and engaged and 
then they were the woman was being stalked by a serial killer and they ended up the book at the end um, in love and getting married and at no point was there any question that they were in love and everything would be fine all of the conflict was centered on the stalker um, and he is like an FBI agent um, I'm not saying it wasn't a great book I enjoyed it very much and I rated it highly but I also rated it not a romance um, sorry <laughs> I I, I feel like that is the genre expectation that if there had been an arc in the book where they broke up, where she said, you know, I don't think I want to marry you because I can't stand to be, you know, what is my life going to be like? You know, that this is a deal breaker for me. I can't be married to an FBI agent if I'm going to have serial killers stalking me and that they would have then had to overcome that. Then it would have been a romance. So, you know, it's funny because I understand <laughs> genre expectations and will occasionally show up to teach, uh, you know, and, and like I said, people were arguing about their preferences. And I said, you know, cause people were saying, well, who says they're, you know, who wants a third act breakup? And they're saying, well, Jeffy does. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want a third act breakup. I am just telling you, if you're asking me what the genre requirements of a romance are, this is. This is the understanding. So obviously I am fighting this with fantasy because I, I think I do not believe, and it would be an interesting question to put out there. Um, maybe I should do a Twitter poll or something like that. Instagram poll that if a book is fantasy, does it have to be non-tech? Does it have to be medieval? because I don't think it does. Um, generally, when we talk about the difference between fantasy and science fiction, we talk about that in science fiction, it is technology that drives the society or the instruments and that in fantasy, it is magic or something similar. That does not mean that there can't be tech. And I feel like in my Bonds of Magic and Renegades of Magic series that I have, it was my idea was that I wanted this society that was a very civilized, comfortable society in many ways, but where the conveniences were all magically driven. And I'm kind of doing that with bandits too. So there's some things I need to tighten up on the world building, things I didn't figure out till later. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll see what I think on that, but it surprised me that Jim called out that note and it was his biggest note. And I went back and asked Dorinda and Jennifer and Dorinda said, had absolutely no problem with problem with it. And last I saw Jennifer hadn't answered yet. Let's see. No, I emailed Jennifer last night and she hasn't replied yet. Um, yeah, so so I'm just going to keep going with it the way it is. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know my history, my very first book, which became Rogue's Pawn, in the, my Covenant of Thorns trilogy, I had a very, very hard time selling that book for a long time, even though I had a lot of interest in it. And um, 
much more success reaching agents and editors than I realized I was having because I kept getting rejections, but they were all very positive. And mostly they kept saying that it was cross genre. And I've talked about this at Infinitum, so I won't go into it too much. But just by writing fantasy romance, I was writing cross genre. So I had a critique partner at the time. I ultimately sold those to Karina Press, who took a chance on them. Took a chance on a girl. Um, and we were trying to, and she felt like she was writing really quirky stuff. And so we both embarked on what she called Project Mainstream, where we were going to write something that was mainstream, straight down the middle genre um, to try to, to be more successful. And I wrote this novel that I really... Okay, well, I'm probably mixing up my timelines. The second novel I ever wrote when I was still trying to shop Rogue's Pawn around was I, I did try to make it very much solidly in genre. And I made it more weirdly genreless cross-genre than the first book. Um, I, don't, I don't know how I do this. Um, later... Uh, with the project mainstream, I kept trying to do it and with questionable success. Uh, the Mark of the Tala was kind of the third, I don't know if it was the third novel I ever wrote, but it was like the third world, the third series, and originally called it The Middle Princess. And so that one is much more solidly fantasy in many ways because it is a non tech world. Um, in some ways, a faux medieval world as much as annoying as that is, but it's much more solidly like a high fantasy type story, but it was also cross crossover with romance. So now I'm sort of in this place where I'm like mucking about with the lines of fantasy, right? You know, and sometimes we have these conversations like, well, does urban fantasy have to be urban? And some, some people say, yeah, that it does, that it needs to be um, have that city feel to it. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm going to, I'll see what Jennifer says, but she didn't call it out on the first time. And so I think I'm going to go ahead and revise bandits, just tighten up some of the things that people called out. Um, Jennifer is very good at writing at she used to be a, a journalist and she learned to write for like third grade reading level. So even though I was trying to write bandits a little more simply, she went through and called out certain words and suggested simpler words. What's wrong with circumnavigate? I want to know. Uh, yeah, my agent, I think I've mentioned, you know, asked me to use fewer $5 words. My problem is, is I don't know the valuation of words. I don't know which ones are the $5 words. Anyway, um, so I'm going to go through and just sort of tighten up. Uh, there were things I figured out about the world as I wrote, because this is how I write. Uh, but I think I'm going to get that done this weekend and send it off to Sarah and then see if she calls out the cross genre thing. So agent Sarah, if I didn't specify, um, yeah, so stay tuned on that. Jim predicts 
that I will get this note from Sarah. And if I do get it from Sarah, somebody has their toy right outside my office jingling with it. Shall we let him in? Hang on. He did want in this time. Now he's just laying here over on the floor. What a good kid you are. Very entertaining and snuggly. He snuggles at night, which is nice. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I feel like I'm trying to decide if I actually want to say this. I do feel like it's our job as creators to push genre boundaries, right? And when I give my workshop on writing cross genre and succeeding anyway, uh, you know, I talk about how the Mark of the Tala, you know, got the award from RT, which is behind me somewhere. It's probably a little down where you can't see it, uh, but I'll show it to you. We don't often play this game. Look at that. It's hard to read because it's all glass. But yeah, it was um, it was the editor's pick, RT, our editor's pick for June 2014. Eight years ago. Um, but it's, oh, for those of you not on video, it's just etched on glass. Uh, but that was for a book that pushes genre boundaries. And that was... Um, Felt triumphant to me after people kept telling me that I was writing crush on run. It was a problem. So this new book bandits. Yeah, I do want to push the genre boundaries and screw around. I mean, I would also like to have a really big book deal. So maybe <laughs> it's, it's problematic, isn't it? Uh, but I feel like dark wizard pushes certain boundaries too. Um, different kind of fantasy world. And that is officially my highest earner. So I don't know. Fuck the haters, right? I told Jennifer that she asked me a question about something she was changing and saying how people should probably get hate mail about it. And because she's, tr she's fixing something in her books um, that she wrote a while back that is no longer politically comfortable um, at the time she was less aware. I don't know if we could say that it wasn't wrong at the time, but this is, you know, how it feels that you, you know, she just wasn't aware and now she's aware. And so she's going back and she's changing this, uh, which I think is the thing to do because she doesn't want anything in there to be harmful. But she said she does get complaints from people that this is heresy for her to change the world. And it's like, yeah, but it's her world. And she, so she said, I'll probably get complaints about this. And I said, well, fuck the haters. And she said, well, you know, that's what I'm just going to do is write people back and say, you know, well, my friend Jeffy says, fuck the haters, bless your heart. And I said, you, oh, my permission wand is on the floor because I have a kitten. Uh, but, you know, it's like, go forth, do it. Uh, that could be our hashtag uh, because it is, um, yeah. There we go. Motto for the weekend. So. Uh, with that, I shall sign out. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I hope that you get to do fun things and productive things in the ratio that you would like to do them. Um, if you're very lucky, maybe they'll be both. And I will talk to you all on Monday. You all take care. Bye-bye.